The Ask Theory podcast shines the spotlight on Pinoy scientists from various scientific disciplines. Listen to some of the country's best scientific minds as they explain what they do in simple terms and share fascinating stories of how they got into science, the incredible things they've learned about the world around us, and so much more. Dr. Nikki Harrison Bagamak is a long-term balik scientist at the Department of Biological Sciences at the College of Science at the University of Santo Tomas. He translated his expertise in the fields of basic and applied ecology, evolution, and genetics in the development of the course plans of various technical courses in the biology program. His knowledge on ecological modeling and statistics and population genetics became fundamental in drafting remote and virtual laboratory exercises in evolutionary biology and ecology. Good day, Dr. Nikki. Welcome po to the Ask Yuri podcast. We're so happy to have you here. Yes, good afternoon, Mikael, and to all the avid listeners of this podcast. Yun. I'm so excited to talk about what you do kasi medyo kakaiba yung pag-uusapan natin ngayong hapong to. So let's get started. Kami, paano po ba kayo na-in love sa science? Ooh, very interesting question. Um, <laughs> to be honest, I didn't even know that I've fallen in love with science. I think because science was never been one of my favorite subjects when I was still probably young. Mm-hmm. I'm more into reading books because mga fantasy, ganyan. It's just that probably we had this ano, activity when I was young, yung mga naga-astronomy sa school. And then, yun, dun ata nag-start yung to really look more into science. And then we had a lot of interesting science subjects when we were in high school. Particularly, I enjoyed yung mga pagdadisect ng mga frogs and live specimens when I was still in high school. And that led me to pursue a career in biology in college. So, ayun. No, that's interesting. Kasi naalala ko po mm-hmm. nung time ko sa school din, yung pagdadisect yeah. ng frogs Actually, ang dami kong kaklase na umayaw <laughs> sa experiment oh, na yun. Oh. Like that. Uh, ako talaga mahilig maghawak na ng kung ano-ano. Kasi, mm. Frogs, live specimens. Yeah, yeah. I parang, really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, understanding how life works, ganun. Correct. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, fascinating for me na nabanggit nyo. You start, it started with people holding like these seminars or parang workshops on yes. uh, astronomy. Astronomy, biglang, yan, mga nag-ano sa amin nun eh. May mga, yeah. parang, yung mga nagpa-planetarium na pumupunta dati when we were young at our school. So, nag, doon nag-start yung fascination. And then, when we even had, it's like going to museums, yan, yeah, mm-hmm. mga mind museums before. Yeah. Yun, tuwang-tuwa talaga ako. I'm really amazed how most of the, ano ba, mga activities or things about the real world is explained by science. Yeah, I agree. Feeling, ganyan din yung fascination ko with science. Eh. Nung, nung bata ako, ganyan din nagsimula. And for me, yeah. sobrang, ang ganda nung nagsimula yung, nagsimula kayo magi interested sa way up there, sa mga bagay yes. na wala sa, hindi natin abot. And then, transform siya into things na, that translated mm-hmm. into a professional journey. Kwento nyo kami, paano ba, ano ba yung mm. naging path nyo mula sa pag-aaral nyo hanggang sa kung nasaan kayo ngayon? Oh wow. Nako, parang madyadong pang MMK yata ang pagdadaan <laughs> natin kwento, Mikael. No? But 
probably for a very quick ano I, I took BS biology in UST so that was the course I took no when I was in college just because of the reason that I told you no na I really enjoyed biology when I was young in the high school and my biology and chemistry teacher really inspired me to pursue a career in science sabi ko at that time without even ano I just decided to try biology kasi ang akala ko I will go or pursue to med school mm-hmm. so they said that biology was a good pre-med school that was the initial plan but when I was probably on my fourth year in college I was given the opportunity to participate to, to present one of our thesis sa isang international symposium and that really yung mga sinasite naming literature at that time during the thesis namimit namin oh. so nagkakaroon ng pangalan yung <laughs> nang na, 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 nagiging tao na yung mga pangalan yung mga pangalan research yeah. yeah so so it just shifted from planning to go to med school because also of some uh, financial difficulties I decided to go on the postgraduate no nag-aral ako ng master UST also <laughs> taking up biology totally different topic from my bachelor's and then nung natapos ko siya I decided to pursue further going abroad naman so sabi ko I want to go out and try to experience the different types of uh, learning environment so yun, nagpunta ako sa Germany. That's where I studied my PhD and also did my postdoc. So I stayed there for almost 10 years. And then after 10 years, I decided Philippines to give back naman as a balik scientist. No? So yun, I think that's the journey so far. What I really enjoyed with what I do is the traveling part. Eh. <laughs> so besides the laboratory part, I really enjoyed the traveling part of my job. Ayun. So yeah. to, to really explore and to meet people. So that probably kasi I was really ano, like more of a explorer, adventurer. May ganun akong personality. Kaya I probably enjoyed it's the part of the sciences that I really enjoyed. No? To, to travel, to meet people, to work on other institutions, and most especially to collaborate. So yun yung pinaka na-enjoy kong part or aspect ng aking professional journey. Yung collaboration learning from the experts sharing what i know to the next generation and also learning now no to my learning from my students also and dami kong natututunan sana siguro that's the fascination of ano of learning yun talaga yung nagiging ano so far professional journey here ayan nasagot ko ba sabi ko sa dami kong kwento sa iyo nako dapat pala ano Maganda nga po yan kasi naririnig ng mga listeners natin talaga what it's like to be a scientist. Lalo na in your case na kayo ay balik scientist. And mapag-uusapan natin yan, mamaya I definitely have to ask you about that. But for now, when you were talking about your professional journey, parang I really like that you hit on two things na feeling ko generally, yung idea kasi natin ng scientist as the public, yung nakita natin sa pop culture, na nasa laboratorio, may hawak na mga lockdown, mga nerds, yes. right? Ganun. Exactly. <laughs> diba? Na, nasa, <laughs> nasa lab lang, ganyan, nahihiya. Pero, mm-hmm. one, you mentioned that you're adventurous, that you you like the, the, the part uh-huh. where you travel and you go out. And then two, it's a learning process not just for your students, but for yourself as well. Like, just because you're True. the expert, you don't learn anything further 
Diba? Pero, Parang may, may misconception din kasi ang public na pag, pag science, matalino, alam na lahat, ganyan. Pero, but but mm. in fact, if you're a scientist, your, your curiosity never dies and therefore, the correct. process of learning never ends. And for me, those correct. are two of the common misconceptions about scientists in general. But related mm. specifically to your work, ano ba yung masasabi niya na maling impression or misconceptions ng mga mm. tao about what you do? Oh, well, I think you already mentioned it. Actually, <laughs> naisip ko kaagad. Actually, talaga akala nila pag scientist, lagi lang nasa lab. Very nerdy stuff. Yeah. I think scientists are also human beings. Marami nga ang nagkakaroon pa uh, ng mga imposter syndrome. They, we even yeah. doubt ourselves. And sometimes, we feel we're very stupid. I think I always tell that to my students. Oh. Most scientists will always start stupid things. Kasi... <laughs> Diba? You ha- you don't know the things you're studying. Diba? It's all boils down to questions. Diba? Okay. Kasi kung magsistart ka ng matalino at alam mo na, what's the, what, what will you find out out there? Sure. Diba? So, so you really need to ask questions, act like you don't know, uh, act you don't know it, act stupid, and then you eventually try to uncover it. So you, I, I think I really like that part of being a scientist, no? wherein you try to become more of like an investigator. To, to try to find things to answer yung question mo. How will you find the answer to your questions? I think that's one aspect that I really enjoyed, no, with scientists. And most especially now, on on our young generation, so mga millennials. Millennials ako eh. So, <laughs> mas, mas bata pa. Diba? Ang dami-dami kong natututunan ngayon. That's really good thing about my journey here when I came back. Ang dami ko natututunan sa mga students. Before, I thought, it's a two-way process, no? I learn from experts, but now, I'm also learning a lot of things about, really, I think it's, what I want to say, it's like, now science, or yung work as a scientist, is not just being nerd or being smart. It's a product mm-hmm. of collaboration. It's a product of many minds working together. So, yun yung gusto kong part sa job ng as a scientist. Hindi ka nag-work alone. You work with a team of people who has the same passion on finding answers and unraveling the beauty of the world. So yun. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. But you mentioned yeah. working together, collaborating, mm-hmm. basically applying, yes. you know, your skills and your expertise sa mm-hmm. mga projects, whether alone or with other with other fellow scientists. Mm-hmm. But I want to talk specifically about yeah. something na hindi mm-hmm. nalalayo kapag napag-uusapan ang biology, ecology, mm-hmm. lalo na pag nandito sa, sa konteksto ng Philippines, which is a very biodiverse country, ng biodiversity conservation. So, yeah. I'm a bit curious. Yung skills mm-hmm. and yung knowledge nyo, yung experience nyo, paano nyo ba na-apply yun when it comes to biodiversity yeah. conservation? That's a really good question. Because I think that's one of my expertise. No? So I really mm-hmm. worked for the past years on in terms of biodiversity and conservation. And ang, ang training ko kasi before, more of... Because when I was abroad, I was trained to do more of the molecular works, di ba? To, to, yeah. to, fi- to find many new species. Uh, and then now, um, ang work ko is... After learning all those very technical skills, I realized mas maganda rin to really work on other aspects na parang kumbaga you should not stop learning talaga other skills 
So, so far, the skills that I have been learning that I can use for the study of biodiversity, because now we're working also on climate change modeling. Parang mm-hmm. we're looking on how species can be distributed on a landscape or ecosystem level. Thing, no? So, gumagamit kami ng mga predictions models and try to see how, what's, how different changing climate scenarios can affect their distribution in space. So, I think yung mga skills that are very important in biodiversity, number one, you should be really, really good in math. <laughs> Kasi akala nila, pag biology, walang math. No? So, marami rin math. Really. Number two, I think being open talaga to learn new things because in science, everything is fast. So before the technology, the technology is really ano, changing very fast. So you, you should have the skill to be open to learn those things. You should not be afraid na kung ano yung alam mo noon, pwedeng mabago. There can be a lot of paradigm shift. But you should be open to, especially, sabi ko nga, maraming nadi-discover na, na new species. And especially sa biodiversity, very important that you also understand the interested studying. Marami kasi ngayon, medyo nagiging dead science na yung taxonomy. So, kukunti na lang yung mga breeds na talagang nag-aaral specifically ng mga morphology, ng mga different species. So, very important na we can be training more people or students. They get inspired no to to look for this uh, group of organisms that are waiting to be discovered. And lastly, ang pinaka-importante talaga, I think, the, the skill, especially when we talk about biodiversity, to communicate them. No, I think we know the concept, especially pag-science kasi minsan nakakatakot, very nerdy stuff nga, di ba? <laughs> but I think it's very important that we can communicate to people, to the laymans, di ba, that ano ba yung nakukuha nating benefits from the biodiversity resources that we have? And why is there an urgency that we need to conserve our very own resources? particularly dito sa Philippines. So very important, I think, yung skills na na-apply natin, skills natin, how we can really communicate to people. Kaya I'm very happy that you're having this platform already, you know. <laughs> Kasi I think this is a good start of communicating sciences to to a greater ano, audience. Yeah, oh. and, and, and I really think na talagang dapat nga mas magkaroon ng opportunities for the general public to appreciate the highly specialized things that you scientists do. Mm-hmm. Correct. Great. Yeah. Well, nabanggit nyo kanina yung taxonomy. Usapang taxonomy yeah. is na kailangan, you know, there, there's, there's a continuing need for yeah. people to be studying these yeah. organisms na many of which hindi napapansin masyado. Karamihan hindi kilala ng public, hindi tayo aware of the roles they play yeah. in their respective ecosystems. So let's focus on one specific type of organism that actually while I was reading mm-hmm. about you before this interview, napaisip yeah. din ako, parang, hmm, ano kaya to? And <laughs> this organism, okay. medyo weird, medyo yeah. parang, when you hear the, the word slime mold, I'm yeah. old, you won't even think of of a living thing, honestly. Like you'll, mm-hmm. you'll think of, the, the stuff that accumulates under your kitchen counter or or dome, <laughs> diba? Right. That's that's correct, the, correct. Diba? That's the idea. Pero maybe tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about what slime molds are and uh, why right, they matter. Yeah. Oh, that's a very good question. You're absolutely correct. No, I think <laughs> not diba compare natin sa mga plant charismatic organism that we probably know exist in 
Timos is not as popular in yeah. the country, I would say. Well, what fascinates me about the slime molds, they're one of the suspected primitive source of intelligence. Mm. Half of their life, they live as an animal. And half of their life, they live as a fungi. That's why many of the people who studied them at the beginning, especially those that are working on taxonomy, because amoeba-like structures that can creep, eat, and prey on decaying living or uh, decaying matter. Yeah. And then, pag unfavorable na yung environmental condition, they have the option to rest or they have the option to convert or to transform into fructification or fruiting body similar yeah. to your mushrooms. Kaya siya slime molds. So, uh, <laughs> imagine mo, they, they yeah. can shapeshift their life cycle. And why do they matter? Like what I've said, we already know na alam natin yung mga bacteria, mga fungi yan, no? So these slime molds are your microbial predators in the terrestrial ecosystem. Try to remove them in the equation. Definitely the ecosystem will collapse because they are predators that keeps the balance of the soil biota. No? So they eat the bacteria, the fungi, the algae that are in your ecosystem. Okay, So they are microbial predators. They're very important to maintain that ecosystem balance. No? So kaya kailangan nandun sila. And at the same time, there are already some studies wherein nakikita natin that they can be sources of, there were studies abroad na nakikita natin they are good candidates for evolution. No? Kagaya na na-mention ko kanina, wala of neurons, pero they were able to create these structures na parang similar to a neuron, a neural network. So they're, they're really, really seems to be a good evolutionary ano, ng primitive intelligence. So, yun. I'm curious, of all the things that you could study, you know, mm-hmm. you know, with, your, with your broad expertise, I'm sure you've, you've encountered many fascinating species. Yeah. What made you think uh, on slime molds? Uh, that's good. Kasi wala nag-aaral at the time when I was <laughs> starting to study them. Ah. I'm a person kasi of a believer na parang sabi ko nga, no, when I started I'm an adventurer, I'm a, I'm a risk taker, I'm an explorer, diba? So rather than going to a path that is easy, I would I chose to go to a path that is less explored. Yeah. So yun, that's probably the reason why. No, kasi walang nag-aaral. And it's also some influence of my mentors in UST na magandang aralin, magandang i-document natin kasi nga hindi masyadong naaaral yung mga, at that time, yung mga kagaya ng slime molds sa Philippines. And I'm very happy nga during the past, I think, decades na. So we are already increasing the number of slime molds here in the country. And I see that there are already a lot of people who are also now involved in the study ng slime molds sa, sa Pilipinas. Hindi lang sa Pilipinas, even in Southeast Asia. So, mm-hmm. yun. So, what yes. what kind of work exactly are ah, you currently do. doing related to slime? Madami naman siya, sir. So like, for example, the first thing I was doing a lot of ecology, you know, understanding where can they be found? Where can ba talaga sila nangahanap? Ano yung mga reasons why there are some species that are found abundant? So nandun ako palagi sa mga basic questions. No, hindi ako masyado nag-work on the applied aspect. I even tried to work on, for example, identifying yung mga species 
at different parts of the world. So that's during my PhD. And now I also try to use indicators, for example, for ecosystem health to explain, for example, paano natin magagamit yung mga slime molds to tell how healthy our forest ecosystem. So ayan, or what can be the effect of anthropogenic disturbances or yun, natural disturbances in terms of the diversity of fructification ng slime. Mga inaaral ko. But now I also, I started to also divert on other organisms. Like for example, I think I mentioned one of my Balik scientists. You no, know, I'm working now also on project in Mindoro wherein we try to look on multidisciplinary approaches on how to protect the different terrestrial animals in Mindoro, particularly in Tamarau. Mm-hmm. And also I have another project wherein we work on the vulnerable coastal communities. Ito medyo may pagka-interdisciplinary kasi may social aspect. Looking on the coastal environments sa La Union. Yun. So we're integrating yung mga mapping, modeling, and biodiversity assessments. Yun. So to also help our local government unit on creating policies on how to conserve yung mga wildlife or yung mga coastal resources. I see. Oh, diba? Medyo nag... So sabi ko, from slime molds, I begin with slime yeah. molds. Nga, nag-macro-organisms. Eh. <laughs> may tamaraw. Oh. May tamaraw. Mangal ecosystems. Yeah. Ang galing nga eh. Like, talagang nakita yung application. Yung hindi lang... Science isn't just about yung knowledge mm. or building knowledge for knowledge's sake. Diba? It's it's really sir. something you can apply that can have yes, good yes, results sir. and mm-hmm. benefit you know, the, the larger community. Mm-hmm. Correct, sir. Correct. I do agree. And actually, now we're, we can use the results that the science community is working on to probably help also in creating science-based policies Yeah. You know, on, on protection, for example, kagaya niyan, serve, or what should we prioritize? Do we need to prioritize conservation or economic growth? So these are things that probably very difficult to answer, mm-hmm. no? But, can be backed up by ano by trying to work on different yun nga, scientific projects diba? and then we can give them evidences yeah. yung mga reports that we have done and it help help no our local government units in crafting hopefully yun nga, yun nga, good science based so yun dun po ako nagsa-start no ngayon as a balik scientist mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. working with the DNR and working with the other social groups in the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now that you mentioned it, that you're, you are a balik scientist, kanina nag-stand out sa akin uh, that okay. you spent a considerable amount of time, a decade, outside yeah. of the Philippines, sort of like building your expertise, mm-hmm. learning, and then you decided to participate in the balik scientist program. Come home. Bakit? <laughs> what made you decide mm-hmm. to... Um, definitely not discouraging scientists yeah. abroad to come home. Pero it makes you wonder, with the abundance of opportunities outside of the Philippines and the potential to learn more, why did you decide to participate as a balik scientist? Hmm. Siguro, I, I would start by telling you my first training as a balik scientist because my first balik scientist is in Mindanao. Hmm. In the okay. University of Southern Mindanao in Northern Cotabato. Not Cotabato. <laughs> I'm not sure. But University of Southern Mindanao. 
Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Before, I thought I would be the one to bring knowledge there. But after my stint there, I started to realize that I was the one who have gained knowledge from there. Mm-hmm. It's a great eye-opener that was given that opportunity. I have been working abroad. I, I've used the, yun nga, I was ano, educated abroad. And sabi ko, why I give back to the country? It's really about giving back. Kasi I remember when I applied for the scholarship to work or to study in Germany, one of the reasons I mentioned during the interview is I really want to learn there and then to come back to the Philippines. I was even given the opportunity to stay there and probably become a citizen. But ang kapalit pala noon, papalitan mo yung passport. Oh. You need to you need to exchange the passport. You need to have a new passport. And it was a long ano ba, quiet time. <laughs> I cannot give up probably my my ano, my nationality as a Filipino and I have reasons why I need to come back. Both personal and professional reasons. But the question is not just about coming back. It's about choosing to stay, I think. Kasi laging iniisip, pagbalik scientists, o oh, bumalik sila, they have the heart, they have the, ano. But it's also so difficult. Because I've been now doing my balik scientist. This is my third year as a long-term balik scientist here in Manila, in UST. And one good reason why I, so I, I think I already tried to, ano na lang, sagutin ko batang bumalik, di ba? I think that's, an eye-opening experience that I can give back to my country. But I would like to add, to dig deeper to the question, why I'm choosing to stay in the country. It's because for the last two years that I've been mentoring students here in the Philippines, I thought I'm the one changing them. But now I realize they have changed me a lot also. To look on that perspective. There's always hope when you try to look on the eyes of your students and you inspire them to go with the sciences. Yun yung nakakatawang part. Kasi because before, I thought I just want to have a purpose and now my purpose starts to become a blessing. <laughs> wow. <Ayun. laughs> you know, I really like that you said that. Kasi podcast, for example, I'm not a scientist. I just use this mm. platform to get to talk to scientists like yourself. and share it with with people who might be interested in becoming scientists or who might be just vaguely interested in the sciences. And we get a lot mm. of feedback from our listeners na sometimes they would say, because of the the way that the scientists on your podcast, on your show, explain what they do, na lalaman ko na hindi lang pala pang matalino yung science. Diba? And then meron ding ibang nagsasabi na because they listen to the podcast and they listen to so and scientists, specific scientists yeah. from this discipline, gusto nilang maging scientist doon sa discipline na yun or gusto nilang maging science communicator din. Yes. So, yeah. So, so talaga na-appreciate ko when you say things like that kasi I sort of like pull from my own experiences here as as sitting on the other side of this podcast show and I can uh-huh. say na yun nga, the love for science can only thrive in the Philippines when we all put in something, some effort to, to make True. it so. Yes. Well, I mean, sabi ko nga, ang hirap maging scientist dito sa Pilipinas. <laughs> That's one thing for sure. Yeah. <laughs> totally different from abroad. But when you look in the eyes of the students, it's worth it. 
it's worth it. It's worth the stay. <laughs> yeah. And I have spoken to a lot of Filipino scientists who are currently abroad. And mm-hmm. and most of them mention coming home. So it really is a it really is a thing. Filipinas, karamihan gusto matuto abroad to, to take that to the next level, to take their, their expertise to the next level, pero to give back then, na talaga may planong bumalik, may planong umuwi. Totoo. Totoo talaga. It takes bravery nga to come back and to stay. It does. It does. It's one thing to come back talaga, Mikael, but it's one thing also to, to stay. <laughs> yeah. You know, there, the balik side, it's only a limited term, no? Time limited din siya. But, Choosing to stay, that would be a challenge. Because it's one thing na bumalik ka na. Pero yung path, will you stay or not? Diba? Yeah, mag-decide na dito ka na lang. Kesa Correct. Kesa umalis ulit. Diba? Oo. Right. <laughs> very, very inspiring. Very inspiring makarinig ng ganyang kwento. And, you know, you wow. touched upon a little bit about this kanina na it's important to communicate, you know, to, to the public. Pero I wanted yeah. to ask also, based on your experience communicating science to non-scientists, ano yung mm-hmm. observations mo or pwede mong ma-share na maybe challenges or learnings, kahit, kahit mm-hmm. siguro some points lang na any science communicators out there or any scientists out there who are listening now na nag-iisip din mag-start na mag-communicate ng science <laughs> to the public, ay pwedeng matuto Uh-oh. from you. Oo. Ako, one thing that I love about the job that I'm doing as a scientist is when I am immersing. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to share to them a solution. It's one thing also to listen to their problems and the solution that they want to happen. So I think the life of a scientist is not just finding solution. It's also understanding the ground root problems. Eh. So pinaka-importante na kung ikaw eh, isang scientist and in, I think in communicating, mm. you're just just telling information. You should learn also to listen to what they're clamoring for, what is the gap that they want to address, and how your expertise can fit into that. Because hindi nila maiintindihan yung technical terms. Eh. That's for sure. Yeah. I think pagkasiguro fellow scientists, that would be very interesting. Especially, no, pag paano mo isa-sell yung mga basic sciences or basic knowledge stuff that you do. Ang naiintindihan kasi nila, kung ano yung balik lagi sa community. So, I think yun nga, I think for science communicators, it's not just about telling something, giving information. I hope science communicators also can learn to listen and to immerse themselves to understand really what the community needs. Yun. Very important yung pakikinig. Hindi lang dapat dapat nakikinig ka talaga. You listen to them. Yun. <laughs> Did okay. I? Ang ganda. Uh, hindi ka lang, hindi mo lang sila dapat narinig, dapat nakikinig ka. That's, that's very oh. profound. Diba? Kasi most people, they want to just hear people. Yeah. But the question is, have you listened really to them? Sabi ko nga, that's what I enjoyed in my work now. To listen, to immerse myself to the community and listen to them. Na parang, sabi ko nga, akala ko ako magdadala ng solution. Nag-change lagi yun pag nasa, ah, okay, iba pala ang kailangan nila. Diba? Ah, iba yeah. pala ang approach nito. 
yung isang grupo na to, hindi kagaya dun sa grupo na nandun sa unang mong na-meet. Yun. And you learn to be more ingenious, eh. Di ba? Sabi ko, ang hirap ng sciences dito sa Philippines. Yeah. But you need to be more creative. Resourceful. Finding, correct. Yun. Yun, yung, yun ang panlaban nating mga Filipino scientists in any part of the world. We can, <laughs> we can easily drop. <laughs> yeah. Nagawang yeah. asset yung ano eh, no? Nagawang asset yung sort of like obstacle. Yeah. Correct. Pwede man talaga ganun, di ba? <laughs> Magaling mag-adapt. Yes. Adaptability. Agree. Ay. Mm-hmm. Well, listening to you talk about your experiences as a balik scientist, yung very unique path that you chose in your field of expertise and talking about how your skills for biodiversity conservation. I'm sure that our listeners might have some questions for you or mm-hmm. might want to learn more about what you do. Maybe some of them are interested in following a similar path. So mm-hmm. if that's the sure. case, what's the best way to talk to you? Best way to talk to me? Messenger? <laughs> <laughs> or uh, or the email. They can always reach me through my university email. Yes. I don't know. So they can always reach to me at uh, n-a-d-a-g-a-m-a-c at usd.edu.ph. Yun. Alright. Or mag-enroll sa USD. <laughs> or mag-enroll. Pwede naman, <laughs> di ba? College of Science or the University Graduate School. Yun. Mag- yeah. Magiging teacher nila ako doon and then they will see na medyo non-conformist ang aking teacher. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure your your students might have some interesting... Ay, naku, parang doon ako natakot. Naku. <laughs> <laughs> parang yun mas nakakatakot na part. Invite ko nga sila dito sa podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, ako na ako makikinig on the other end. Para yeah. mas shock na yung natutunan kaya sila sa akin. Naku. <laughs> pero, pero serosong ano ulit, serosong tanong ulit. Okay, For sige. people who are, yun nga, planning to become a scientist, lalo hmm. na yung nagbabalak maging scientist dito sa Pilipinas, can you oh. give them a piece of advice? Or two? Uh, o oh, sige, dalawa, sabi mo two eh. So, <laughs> first advice, stay curious. I think that's already given a fact. Mm-hmm. Given fact naman. Na, sabi ko kanina, dapat hindi nakakayang magtanong. Yeah. That's what I always tell, no? Kasi wala namang maling tanong eh, pero may mga maling sagot, di ba? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> it's okay to ask questions. Because that's how I think any scientific journey starts. Right? We ask questions and we try to answer those questions. And tapat, they keep being hungry to learn things. Okay? That's mm-hmm. the first advice. And the second advice is, if you're hungry to learn things, you should also be humble enough to know that you cannot answer all things. Most scientists think, because masyadong revered yung pagiging PhD. Pag scientist ka, kala nila hindi ka maaabot kasi masyado kang matalino. Yung mga ganun eh. But I, scientist, yung una kong kasing advice para doon sa mga gusto maging scientist, pangalawa kong advice para dito sa mga scientist na doon na Pilipino. So stay humble and kind. That there will always be a person better than you. There will always be mistakes that you will encounter. And being humble and kind will help you remember things na, ay, pwede pa pala akong matuto from other people. And I think, for if you're humble enough, you will easily collaborate. Mas bata yan. You will learn from people. 
So you should be humble enough. You humble yourself. I love it. Ganda. Yeah, definitely stay keep curious those... and stay humble. Yun. Yun. Stay curious and stay <laughs> humble. Yeah, keep those in mind for our listeners na gusto maging scientist din. Yung sinabi ni Dr. Nikki. Mm-hmm. Sobrang importante yan. Lalo na when True. you're already out there. Mm-hmm. Like I say sa mga... When I, when I talk to... Want to become science journalists and science communicators. Mm-hmm. You know, your, your objective in becoming a science communicator should not yeah. be to make yourself look so smart. It should be to Correct. contribute to making other people smarter. Helping them Correct. learn more about the world. Maybe see the world the same way you do. Hindi yung para mo yung sarili mo na yung magaling. So, ang ganda na be humble because I think the same applies to scientists themselves. Yes, correct. I think hindi lang sa science, but I think in any professional in any, career. True, I, true. I mean, I mean, sa, the, the only exception, kasi tayo mong science, we need to always stay inquisitive and curious. But most of the time, I think most people forget to become kind and humble. <laughs> totoo, totoo. Diba dito? And you know, it, it'll be a better world for all of us when, when we... Of course, of course. For sure. Ayun, ang saya na naging kwentuhan natin. Sana may part two. Enjoy rin siya, Mikael. Sure! Ano ba, set na ba natin? Set na natin. Oh, I, th- I feel like there's, there's so much more to talk about. So, hopefully mm. in the future, you'll be open to being on the podcast again, maybe talking about your new projects or some of the things that we weren't able to to tackle sure. in this episode. Yeah, I'm looking forward. I think, Mikael, I can already extend it to you. No? I'm really looking forward more on partnerships and collaborations with you. Hopefully. <laughs> We can share information on the current projects that we do and probably your platform can be a good vehicle to inform to about. people. No? Yes. Yeah, to talk about the platform that we have, that we've been doing for the past three years here in the Philippines. Diba? Na para hindi lang kami puro publish or perish <laughs> mantra. No? But of course, to publish also share to the public. Yeah, of course. Pero kasi dapat publish and close. Yes. <laughs> 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 oh. So looking forward also no, to collaborating with your team. Ayun. So Hopefully let's make that happen. Oh, sure. Yeah, let's open, make that I'm happen. Mad. Keep in oh. touch, sir. Balitaan nyo kami. Definitely we'll we mm-hmm. are happy to have you on the podcast again. Happy to write about you on, on our website, lipscience.ph. Wow. And ayun, just just keep us updated. Of course. Okay, okay. I'll remember that. I'll put it on my books. <laughs> ako, ako din. Yes. I'm looking forward to that. So generous with your time and expertise yes. this afternoon. Yes. Also, yeah. Thank you, Mikael. I hope I was able to give something, no? Para sa mga avid listeners oh. natin. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yung, yung pag-explain nyo pa lang ng slime molds, malaking bagay na yun. <laughs> Ay, wow. Pwede <laughs> ko nga, mas dapat mahabang explanation, eh. Pero, okay. <laughs> Next podcast. Yeah, there will be more opportunities for that. Ayun. Yes. Oh, bali may mga tamaraw. Men and then yung project din namin sa La Union about coastal erosions and stuff, 'di ba? Yeah, pagkukuwentuhan natin 'yan. Sige. <laughs> Sige sir. Stay yes, safe okay. and keep in touch. Have a great day. Yes. Uh-uh. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Ask Theory. Follow Flip Science on Facebook at FlipSciencePH on Twitter, and at FlipFacts on Instagram. And check out our official Shopee store if you want to get copies of our books, Historiang Scientifico and Science Scramble. Stay curious!